the Saturday session cricket update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Uh, this is our cricketing segment on the Saturday session with Razine. It is lovingly, affectionately known as swinging both ways. Uh, no Grant Elliott here, so we're not going to be swinging both ways. We won't be bantering. Uh, we won't be bouncing off each other. Uh, we won't be sharing ideas, disagreeing, um, and coming up with fake conflict. Um, but thankfully, um, unlike Grant Elliott, Rosine is with us every week. Rosine for expert paint and colour advice. I guess we should start with the biggest story in cricket over the last seven days, Australia becoming one-day world cricket champions, men's one-day world uh, champions again. There we go. I've done it. I, I talked about it. That's as much as I can stomach. Australia winning cricket. What I found uh, quite laughable is, is some of the reactions out of India. Now, I understand losing finals sucks. Um, and getting toweled in a final sucks. Being spanked after, you know, running amok through the group stages, powering on through the semifinals, feeling a million dollars and thinking you're going to win it all and then getting slapped across the face by Australia. It happened to us in 2015. Um, just be thankful, India, you did not lose a World Cup on a stupid technicality. Could you imagine the collective outrage amongst the Indian cricket fan base if they had encountered what we did four years ago? Because some of the takes have been are quite distasteful and really, um, really, like, quite Joe Average. Nowhere near the calibre of the Indian side on show at this tournament. You know, from saying, oh, India were beaten by the conditions to India are still the best team, even though they lost the final. I don't know about you, Finn, but if you lose a final, you can't be the best team at a tournament. No, you cannot. You cannot. It, it, it doesn't it's matter. It's not really right? how it works, does it? It, it? it is in the realm of moral victories, mm. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Really has been. It's been one of the key talking points in all of international cricket in 2023. The old moral victory. So... I, I, I'll start where most of Indian fans probably should have. Well done, Australia. Man, that's impressive to front and play like that against a side who are probably more talented than you. Um, had been in great form at home in conditions they like, conditions they like a lot because they asked to play in them and got what they wanted. And then, and then Australia read those conditions better than them. You know, just to add sort of salt into that wound. Travis Head, my word, what a year that guy's had. Whether it's smashing into all parts in the ICC Test World Championship on the first day, 160-odd there. Brilliant knock. Coming in third Australian to win, uh, sorry, to score 100 in a World Cup final. Uh, they started slow, but they finished as they so often do. A sixth world title. That's, that, that is impressive. And I would think that's probably the most impressive of the victories. Why? The 2003-2007 sides were just ridiculous, right? They're always going to win. 2003, absolutely annihilated uh, India in the final. Scored 340-odd, which in modern-day runs is about 450, isn't it? And they did it without Shane Warne. Like, seriously. They dominated the world without one of the very best to ever do it. So, great side, incredible performance, but when you lined up the two teams in 2023, I certainly thought India were going to win. Thankfully, Finn has not got a tape of Grant and I making our predictions of the final, have you? 
Just a simple head-to-head, boys. No! Uh, in- India is playing $1.39. We got Aussie paying two ninety. Aussie. Do, do the Aussie. I feel like the Aussies really can get up here, eh? For two ninety. I'm going Aussie. Aussie. India. He blinks first. Look at his game face. Look how much his face has changed, Perry. <laughs> My lord. Talk about steely-eyed. What was that question? I'm completely distracted by My apologies. the anger oh, in his face. I'll say it again. Uh, Rohit. That's, pa- that's passive-aggressive. <laughs> Just finally seen him. Well, I feel like your Uber driver. 4.85. <laughs> Damn you, Finn. On the bright side, though, you did chip, you. you did chip Travis Head to be top run scorer yeah. in the game, so you've done well there. I don't hear you replaying that audio, mate. Travis Head, yes, nice. <laughs> I go Travis Head, nice, Thank the you. top run scorer for Australia. Excellent. D- don't play my pick for top run scorer for India, Shubman Gill. I got about two. No. Did we, did we pick best bowlers? No, we, we didn't. No, we, we didn't. didn't. No. No, thankfully. That's all I've got. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. <laughs> Grant actually had a had a pretty good pretty good day. I think he chose Travis Head as well. I think he did, yeah, yeah from memory. Yeah. But that look on his face. Yeah. You like, were saying like in the like, same room with him, he yeah. was <laughs> it was like, whoa, I've known you for years, man. I've never seen that look before. Passion and yeah, fire yeah. as he picks Australia to yeah. beat India. Passe. Considering he lost to final to Australia in twenty fifteen, that that those words wouldn't have come, come, rolled off the tongue naturally for him. So, uh, Grant, I hope this thing I bow down to you, you won. Yeah, I actually thought about re-recording that whole segment during the week. I, I, I thought that would be quite funny. Because that, that, be that would have completely thrown Grant. <laughs> that would have been He's so like, good. It's like, what? This I'm sure happen. you didn't tip that. Well, I did, mate. I, I, so I, right I, there. I tipped be, Travis Head. Evidence right there. Yeah. yeah, tipped them all, mate. Nailed it. Give the exact figures of Josh Hazelwood's off t- 10 overs. Gee, bowled well, didn't he? Outstanding effort. Uh, so well done to you, Grant. See, I can be nice. Hey, before we get to ne- our chat with Neil Wagner, uh, let's look at some live cricket right now. Halle Burton Johnson Shield Women's One Day Competition, our domestic comp. The Central Hines are playing the Auckland Hearts in Auckland. Uh, the Hearts won the toss, elected to bowl into the 11th over. The Hines are 63 for the loss of three. 63 for the loss of three. They've got Greg and Atkinson on 25 and 17 respectively. So a partnership worth 43 and off just 36 balls. Uh, the Otago Sparks are taking on the uh, Canterbury Magicians in Rangiora. 13 overs into this game. The Magicians won the toss, elected to bowl. And uh, their southern rivals battling a bit at 42 for the loss of three. 42 for the loss of three. Uh, Blakely and uh, Inglist on nine and three. To the men's four trophy one day competition, the first day of four trophy action. Saxton Oval and Nelson is where we start. Northern Districts playing Central. Uh, Northern won the toss, elected to bat and 12 overs in, 44 for the loss of two wickets. Cooper on nine, Carter on 15, Clark's gone for 17 and who else is out? Seifert gone for one, two for 23 to Small. Uh, now to Invercargill, the Otago Vaults up against the Auckland Aces, 61 without loss. The Vaults off to a bit of a rollicking start into the 11th over, having been sent in by Auckland. Uh, Hamish Rutherford, 31 off 38, while uh, Georgeson is 18 off 27. So... You add in already seven wides, five league buys, extras already uh, 
uh, making a significant contribution, 61 without loss. And uh, the Canterbury side and the Wellington Firebirds are playing at Hagley Oval in Christchurch. Wellington won the toss, decided to bowl. Uh, Canterbury a 39 for the loss of one, the second, uh, 12th over. 12th over? Yes, has just started. 39 for the loss of one. Uh, Bose at 16, Hunter on 10. They've lost Boyle for five, five off just 20. And for Wellington, uh, Milne. Adam Milne, five overs, two maidens, one for eight. Outstanding start for him. Uh, that is a look at our one-day domestic competition. Uh, the Black Caps take on Bangladesh in a two-match series starting on Tuesday. Before they departed, I caught up with Neil Wagner who was a late addition after Matt Henry was scratched. Henry picked up an injury during the Cricket World Cup, then was named in the test squad, thinking that he would be fine. Uh, scans revealed uh, further, um, well, the healing process a little bit slower than they were comfortable with, so he sits out. And Neil Wagner, uh, who himself has overcome an injury concern, has taken his place on the plane. Before they jumped on the plane, I caught up with Neil Wagner. Lots of moving parts with players having been what, in India for six or seven weeks for a Cricket World Cup, switching from white ball to red, a lot for them to juggle, but he's pretty confident they can handle it. Yeah, I mean, this is part of Basel, the job you sign up for. Um, everyone's well and truly, I guess, accustomed to and, and quite experienced now with, with travelling around the world and, and with busy schedules to, to be able to adapt to it. So, yeah, come uh, first training, no doubt everyone will hit the ground running. It's, there's a couple of fish and, and new faces um, obviously coming in to the group that's not been around at the World Cup and it sort of just lifts uh, the energy up again and, and we sort of rub off those guys as well, I guess. So, yeah, I think everyone will be looking forward to it. Like I said, new challenge and in a different format um, and with the test guys, uh, I guess, reconnecting after uh, quite a while away. Uh, you know, fast bowling stocks were always going to be lighter due to the nature of the conditions in Bangladesh. And I think you were under a, an injury cloud when the squad was originally announced. You've got a chance with Matt Henry uh, having to withdraw. Uh, my good friend and your former uh, teammate Grant Elliott uh, rather unkindly said, yay, a fast bowler's natural reaction to being called up to Bangladesh is probably not one full of excitement considering the conditions you're likely to, to get over there. But I'm like, hey, we're talking about wags. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be absolutely thrilled to, to answer that call. No, I mean, any time you get a, I guess, a phone call to say that you've you know, been selected, as, as, you know, I mean, just the same as, as the first time you get picked. Um, you never take it for granted. As, you know, that it's always an amazing opportunity to represent your country and play test cricket, no matter where you go or what the conditions are like. It's, a, it's another opportunity to do test your skill against the best. That's why it's um, obviously called test cricket, I reckon. So... Um, yeah, I mean, to go over to Bangladesh, um, that's probably as tough as it gets. Um, for me, personally, that's where you want to go and, and have an impact as a fastballer because one of the toughest places to, 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 to have an impact. So there's obviously a challenge with it, but you always get excited by it. Um, yeah, never nice for, for players to miss out of, with injuries. Matt has been you know, a huge part of his team and, and played extremely well in the last little while and, and pretty gutted for him too to miss out that way. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, injuries happen and, and it's unfortunate, but at the same time, there's an opportunity for you to go and, and, and get amongst it and, um, you know, maybe contribute and, and play some, some sort of role in, into winning a test match over there. Well, it's been over 10 years since New Zealand's played a test series in Bangladesh, if I'm not mistaken. You were there, Neil. You, you played one of those tests. You did really well. You picked up a five for seven wickets in the game. So, uh, what? I know it's 10 years ago, but I, I, I doubt conditions are, are vastly different. So you've got a pretty good grasp of what works over there? Yeah, this is my third time going to Bangladesh. So I've been lucky to be there before and, and I guess experienced those conditions. So I guess that's quite handy knowing 
you know, knowing what you're going to come across and, and I guess how to scream a cat over there. So, um, yeah, it is different. Um, I did, you know, enjoy the test match I played there last time. And, um, yeah, like you say, it's a long time ago now. It's 10 years ago. I think you're a different bowler in a different way um, than what you were now. So hopefully I can recall on those experiences if needed um, and if called upon to be to be able to, yeah, deliver a job. Like I said, it's just um, nice to be able to, to be with the test boys again, um, to be in the fold. And like you say, it is different. The fastball is there, but it's an exciting challenge and, and that too, as your roles change and, and different roles um, and to try and make the spinners as effective as it can. There's the whole, I guess, partnership bowling and, 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 and bits and pieces that, that change a little bit throughout the world, but we're lucky that we got an ex- experienced group of, um, that's travelled around the world now and uh, I mean, last time we were in, Bank- in Pakistan, it's sort of similar conditions and similar sort of, I guess, situation. Um, so it's quite nice to just go back and regroup with those sort of things and and find methods of, of being being effective over there and, and, and challenging them. Neil, the last two tests you played, quite extraordinary. Uh, you win by two wickets, you know, with you know, time running out against Sri Lanka, that incredible test against England at the Basin Reserve, utterly heart-stopping. I don't know how much you guys aged as players in those, but I know the, we fans did. Um, amazing. Um, please, please, can you not make it as tight this time? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty special test matches to be a part of, to be honest. Um, yeah, the England one is one. It's obviously going to stick in the memory box for a very long time to come. And, and yeah. obviously Sri Lanka to be there with Kane at the end um, was pretty special. Like it was a yeah, pretty, I guess, uh, thrilling test matches to be a part of um, right down to the wire. But it's uh, also you know, pretty cool in test matches to, to have those sort of games that go right down the wire. The hard work you've got to put in for five days, it's... Um, it's pretty special again, you know, over the line uh, when it gets so close. So um, pretty, pretty rewarding. So yeah, no, I ideally wouldn't want to go that, that close, but yeah, it's going to be tough in Bangladesh. <laughs> now, no doubt, we know that we'll be up against, uh, you know, a good team in our own conditions, and it's a tough place to tour. It's a tough place to go and win over there, and no doubt that, you know, we'll draw on every ounce of experience that we've got um, from playing in those conditions to, to hopefully not make it that close. Hopefully, um, yeah. Whichever way it comes in, if it is the last ball, if we can get a win, we'll definitely take it that way. So, um, yeah, hopefully not too many grey hairs. Um, but, yeah, it'll be quite exciting to, to obviously, like I said, get hit the ground running and, and try and find a way of, of competing and, 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 uh, and contributing and making sure we can, you know, I guess uh, play a good brand of cricket in those conditions against a, a pretty formidable t- a team in their, in their own conditions. So if we can go over there and, and win a test match, it'll be pretty special. Uh, your last contribution that we remember, of course, flying through the air to get your, your, to get home at the Strikers' end to secure that win against Sri Lanka, uh, considering your body had sort of uh, given up on you on day number three, if I, I'm not mistaken. It was probably the most famous naught from naught I'm going to remember in my lifetime. <laughs> well, but, you know, it was incredible, and, and it sort of sums you up, and I think the New Zealand public love that about you, Neil. But I've got to ask, when, when you got home, were you thinking the, the worst as far as the injury bug? Um, you, you knowing the number next to your age, that, oh dear, are these chances might be few and far between? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people talk about age and uh, throw the age, I guess, the number around. Um, yeah, I, I mean, last year I was quite surprised by it, but I mean, yeah, it is no surprise. I am getting older, um, and I guess the numbers are ticking, but for me, age is just a number. I think it's just about how you look after your body, um, you know, doing the hard work. So, I guess as soon as, as long as you have the, the drive and the motivation to try and keep contributing and keep getting better, and uh, I guess, and wanting to win test matches, um, the drive there to get you out of bed and to do the hard work, then yeah. it's possible. I've been fortunate and lucky enough and 
in my career not to have many injuries and this is the first time that I had an, an injury that's kept me out that long and the first thing is prone to age um, uh, you know there's a lot of guys in their 20s and low 20s that have the injuries that are only getting now so uh, I'm pretty lucky with that um, the body is feeling pretty good at the moment um, and, and have done the hard work to obviously be where I'm at so yeah, I mean, yeah, the age is, is me personally just a number, but there's no secret that the end is sort of probably coming, uh, I guess, nearer. Um, but as long as I can, you know, do the job that I'm, that's required and, and hopefully do it to the best of my ability and contribute to Test Wins for New Zealand um, whenever I'm going to be asked upon or, you know, I guess given that opportunity, um, just try and make the most of it. It's uh, your career short-lived and, and every Test match for New Zealand is pretty special. So um, definitely want to make the most of it and, and as long as I can. So... Yeah, hopefully I can contribute, like I said, and, and play, uh, I guess, a special part in, in some performances. But like I said, that's why you put the hard work in and, and do what you do for your body to be able to, to take that hammering. 258 test wickets speaks for itself here, Wags. Um, but England especially came at you hard, didn't they? Uh, you got the last laugh of that forfeit in the second innings at Wellington. In fact, you picked 11, 11 wickets in those two test matches, but they really did come at you hard too. Are you still evolving as a bowler? You know, what what tricks have you had to add? Yeah, I mean, you're always evolving as a bowler. I think, yeah, you do have your strengths and there's some, some stuff you always stick to, to your guns and your strengths like you know it, but you always try and work on different, I guess, areas of the game to get better. I mean, otherwise you may as well throw the towel in a couple of years ago. I think you always try and improve your game, get stronger if it is swinging the ball or working out a different sort of ball, but just being consistent in your areas and being able to do the job uh, for longer periods of time. So, yeah, there's there's no surprise that England came hard. I think, you know, knowing Brendan was in, in their change room, a guy that I've played a lot of cricket with um, and, and had, as a captain in, in, in my team, there was no doubt that that was going to be a philosophy that they were going to do um, and how they were going to come. And, yeah, to be fair on them, they played it really well. They came pretty hard. They had a, a pretty good game plan on it, but also created opportunities for me to get wickets and, and to do what I did and, and, and you know, play play a part in, in contributing to a pretty special test win. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes you've got to look at it and go, you know, they play to the opposition when they've done well and the way they've played it. But and other times you also got to stick true to, to what you do well and, and do good and, and just find a way of, I guess, combating that against them. So there's no surprise that we're going to come hard. Um, and like I said, critical recruits do. Sometimes, you know, our opposition is allowed to play well. But for me, yeah, you're always working on improving your game and, and bringing something different. I've worked on swinging the ball and um, I guess in, in this part of the wall is reverse swing is going to be a big thing and that's something that's been a strength of mine in the past. So hopefully, yes. uh, you know, you can explore those sort of conditions if, if it does come up and, and when you call upon, but it's just summing up those conditions and um, whatever gets thrown in front of you is to do it to the best of your ability. So uh, by no means do I feel like a, a one-trick pony, but uh, yeah, you do obviously work to your strengths, but you also try and evolve your game and, and, and I guess make sure that you're strong in all areas that whatever is recalled or, or asked upon you to be able to deliver that you do it um, at a high I guess level and, and at a level that can uh, contribute to test wins in New Zealand cricket and that's been my ultimate drive and will always be that way and hopefully I can continue doing that uh, It obviously came out of the hand quite nicely in your last game for Northern against uh, Otago 4 for 62 in that um, you know match-defining innings uh, to wrap up the victory, defending sort of a small target. Uh, after one, Neil Wagner got 40 with the bat. I've got to get that in, uh, Neil. Uh, you want me to mention <laughs> that. So it, it obviously came out pretty good. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, it's been, been uh, like I said, I mean, it's the first time I've had injuries. I didn't have injuries at the start of the season. Uh, the scans all came back clear. It was... Um, it was more precaution than anything else to try and make sure that I'm ready. I guess I've called upon this test uh, series to be ready. Um, 
so yeah, it was more precaution in that sense and, and, and making sure that I was okay. Um, but yeah, the body's feeling good. It's coming out quite nicely. Um, it's just now trying to get a cricket on the belt to, to play enough cricket. You know, as a bowler, you sometimes need to, I guess, get that engine moving and, 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 and fine-tuning is, is just by bowling. The more, the more you bowl, the more you play, the more, uh, I guess, that rig uh, keeps going and, and working nicely. So uh, it's coming out nicely. Batting has been something I've worked really hard on and, and been on the proof, so it was nice to contribute with a couple of, uh, I guess, much-needed runs. And, um, yeah, nice to play that part of the bat. It's something I've put a lot of pride in throughout my career to try and contribute, not just as, as a bowler, but in, in every facet I do on the, on, on the park. So, um, yeah, it was nice to, to get a good result in for Northern Districts and, and, I guess, get some confidence from that leading forward um, into this series. So definitely take the confidence of that. And, like I said, it's been coming out nicely, but... It's just uh, summing up those conditions when called upon and yeah. given the opportunity to, to make the most of it. I'll let you go. Thank you very, very much. Make sure you tell the batters in Bangladesh, take their stopwatches, get to the middle, scratch their guard and be ready to face the ball within two minutes. Uh, you know, that, 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 that's, that's, a big part of their ga- that's a big part of their game plan now, Neil. We look forward to seeing you back in white, the whole team back in white, and uh, do us a favour. Um, Make it more comfortable. We all aged so much last time. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Thank you very much, mate. Appreciate that. Neil Wagner, part of the Black Caps touring squad to Bangladesh to Test Match Series starting on Tuesday. Haven't uh, toured uh, a Test tour, that is, to Bangladesh in some 10 years. Uh, hurriedly trying to uh, figure out the time. It is 4.30 our time. 4.30 our time, uh, the first game. 9.30 start over there. Nice and early. But 4.30, uh, good luck finding it on YouTube. Hope it goes well. Hope you don't type in the wrong address. Uh, that was Swinging Both Ways, our cricket segment here on the Saturday session. Thanks to the awesome team at Resine. Time to paint, get a quality finish with Resine Paints. Decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. We will talk the departure of Michael Maguire with a very passionate rugby league man. You've heard him on the station, on this show, and you uh, might be aware of uh, this Warriors Life uh, podcast that he hosts. Uh, looking forward to catching up with Will Evans uh, to give us his thoughts.